Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just want to point out, uh, because, you know, we're, we're going to do NHL today a little bit later on. Uh, two NHL games tonight. Pretty good one. Boston and Toronto going to play. You can watch that one on Sportsnet. Uh, Connor Bedard was in Red Deer last night, had a goal and two assists. I know Cam Moon was at the game. He is in Calgary tonight to take on the Hitmen. Bakersfield are in Calgary Thursday and Friday. The game tonight in Calgary is sold out <laughs> at the Saddle Dome. It is also, uh, if, if you want to watch, uh, it's available on TSN as well. So this Bedard guy, uh, he might have a chance to, to, to be something. He's, he's pretty good. Two and a half points per game. That's what he's averaging right now. He's played 34 games, and he's on a 33-game point streak. Yeah, like, you what are see, we talking about well, here? This well, is insane. Well, and, and I think there's, you know, we'll talk about this coming up with Spec as well. Um, I don't, he's not the most explosive skater, but he's certainly a guy that's used the technology stick-wise better than anybody. He's got great vision, but he can shoot the puck. But, you know, I think he's a guy that's learned how to use the technology to the greatest advantage. Like when you watch, he's just a longer stick. You watch him change release points on shots. He can do stuff that, Frank, you would not, you wouldn't have been capable of doing 30 years ago. And the guy he reminds me of is Marcel Dion. And you old schoolers would recognize stocky, thicker built, right shot, could play center or the wing, highly skilled player back in the day. Uh, we can talk about that. We can talk about a piece that Spec uh, penned in the uh, Sportsnet.ca. Mark Specter for Aquarian Renovations and Experience Worth Sharing. Get started today at AquarianRenovations.com, and we welcome back to the show Mark Specter. Hello, Spec. How you doing? All right, Bobby. How's it going? Good. Your piece uh, spawned a whole conversation on wrestling. Because uh, Brendan never saw the Oilers play in uh, in Rexall Place or Northlands Coliseum or Skyreach or whatever it was in its various uh, versions, uh, but he did go to a couple of wrestling events. So we had, and you and me have done shows in the past uh, on wrestling. Uh, but uh, first things first, I, I don't want to steal your thunder because you're coming up tonight with Jalen at five o'clock. But you did give me uh, the synopsis, a little bit of a teaser about some of the conversation points you're going to have with Jalen a little bit later on about what's what's going to transpire with Rexall Place. Well, it's it's what got me going, of course, was the city decided it's time to finally tear this place down. It's going to take them a couple of years to figure that out. Uh, they got a price tag, and uh, you know what? Eventually, we're going to be driving down uh, Wayne Gretzky Drive there, Bobby, looking over to the, you know, to our right and saying there's going to be an empty lot there. So I kind of arranged to get one last walk through and 
take a look at the place and you know there's for guys like you and me and a lot of our listeners out there there's a whole ton of memories in that place and it doesn't look much the same right now but if you you know when i walked through it a couple weeks ago uh it's there the memories are still alive if if they haven't cleaned almost everything else out of that old joint <laughs> you know it's funny uh, the last eight years the oilers played there i did the color for the team but for me the 06 playoff run was the one i i kind of remember you know and i was in the building uh, in both 1984 and 85, uh, and again in 87, 88, and 90, for various playoff games during those years, especially earlier in the playoffs in 87, 88, and 90. But uh, it, it's Stanley Cup final games. I was at 84 and 85 spec. Uh, some spectacular memories, weren't there? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That's the, uh, you know, listen, what was it? Was it the 84 85 team they said was the greatest ever to play the game? Yes. Uh, you know, and that's where they played their games was in that rink. So it's it's not as old as the Montreal Forum, and and they didn't win as many cups as the Montreal Canadiens won. But I would say to you, uh, find me a building across the country, you know, where more Stanley Cups and and more greatness occurred. Uh, I mean, I guess if you go back a million years ago. You might be able to count the Maple Leaf Gardens in that, but that's long before any of us were born. So, you know what? That building is a special place. They played special hockey in there, man. Yep. And and it was they weren't fooling around. You, the, the guys that played in that rink and the cups that were won in that rink were won by some of the greatest players to ever play the game. All right. So more respect later uh, today, again with Jalen Knight, 5 o'clock on the 6.30 Jet Afternoons, uh, talking a, a bit about uh, the inevitable demolition of uh, Rexall Place. Uh, Brendan uh, spawned us into a conversation on wrestling, or maybe I did. Uh, and so I, I want to ask you, who name a couple of hockey players that you think would have been really good wrestlers? And there are different skill sets that wrestlers have. One of them is you got to be able to talk, and you know that's part of what Ric Flair did well, and and Rowdy Rowdy Piper, who as you know was best friends with Cam Connor growing up in Winnipeg. But can you think off the top of your head? And I love doing this to you on the fly. Uh, can, can, can you think of a couple guys that would have been really good wrestlers in your opinion? Well, the two that come to mind would be Ryan Reeves for sure because he's got the body for a wrestler and he likes to talk. Yes, he does. Out about that. And maybe for a, a smaller guy, because you know what, well, there's always that little guy that uh, stirred everything up and then ran away uh, when the real fight started. I would say no one no one stirs the pot much better than Brad Marchand anymore. Um, he would probably fit the bill as that, that you know, the smaller paperweight that uh, got the heavyweights riled up. Do you remember the time early in Marshawn's career, Spec? He was racing up the ice, and Subban caught him in the sight lines. And oh, yeah. He, and that is as hard a hit as you will see on a player of that size. Like, he got all of them. It was one of those ones where it just knocks the living crap out of a guy on the ice. And yeah, you could just see... Marshawn falter to the ice and try to pick himself up, but uh, yeah, yeah, they can, love that in Montreal. Oh, they sure. they love that in Montreal, no question about it. Spec the Edmonton Oilers are seven zero and one in their last eight games. Their final three games were played against uh, teams that are. Uh, it's, it's the first of a eight game stretch of five games coming out of the All Star break against teams twenty two to thirty two in the NHL standings. Uh, Edmonton first in the league in goals, four fifth in the league in goals against, first in the league in the power place, or second in the league in PK, first in the league in shots for, second in the league in shots against over those eight games. Um, 
is this a byproduct of a weaker schedule, or is it a byproduct of the Oilers playing better hockey, Mark? Well, it's both. I mean, they've 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 found their game at the same time as the schedule gets a little kinder to them. So, uh, you know, you'd be crazy to say that games against Columbus and Anaheim and Vancouver and L.A. or uh, I should say San Jose are don't have something to do with it. But look, you know, I, I think that everyone out there should be awfully happy where this team's at right now. I mean, I'm, you know, all the little parts, Bob, are starting to arrive as we get into the second half of the season. I mean, your big guys are all having great years, career years in the case of, you know, at least three of them. Uh, you know, Tyson Berry is supposed to be your top scoring defenseman. Well, that's exactly what he is. He's on pace for 50 points. Darnell Nurse is your guy up top. I know he takes a lot of flack. He's also leading your team with a plus 16, right? And he's playing you 24 minutes a night against all the toughest competition, you know. So Evander Kane has the unfortunate injury, but watching him play now, Bob, I think by playoff, certainly by playoff time, he's going to be able to deliver everything he delivered last year. His health will have caught him. You know, a guy like Ian Mark, I mean, you, you hoped he'd become, you know, find a role on this team. And, and a lot of people sort of question, why are you bringing this guy? He doesn't do anything. Well, he might not do much in the preseason in, the, in October, November, but he very much looks like a guy that's going to help a ton when the games start to matter here. So all the little pieces, I think, Bob, they got, goal, you know, goaltending's been in and out. Right now it's in. They got two guys playing well. Uh, I like what's going on here, and Ken Hall will probably add something to the mix uh, on March 3rd. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Paul points out, Bob, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Hyman are all on pace or close to a 100-point pace that year. I can't imagine a current NHL team with four 100-point scores. That would tie a record set uh, only five times. The Bruins did it in 70 and 71. The Oilers, 82, 83, 83, 84, 85, 86, Spec, the Oilers must have been pretty good back then. Yeah, they hit a lot of guys. They yeah. Three times they did it. And the Penguins in 92, 90. Like, I don't see Nugent Hopkins and Hyman getting to 100 points, but it'd be a heck of a chase, wouldn't it, here in the final 32 games? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, McDavid's going to get there. Drysaddle's going to get there. Both Hyman and Nugent Hopkins have 60 points here you know, with 32 games to play. So they're a little bit below pace now. To think both guys are going to get it, I doubt it. Scoring's going to go down. Scoring goes down as we get into this last phase of the season. But, hey, I won't I won't hold, you know, I, I won't uh, predict against it. Both guys are having great years. It would be fun to watch as we go down the stretch if there's something for these guys to chase. Has Zach Hyman turned out to be better than advertised? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a better skater than advertised. Yep. He wins battles to lose pucks. And and if it's about to be a tie, he gets body position on a guy that ensures that he ends up with a puck. His body position, like if I was a you know, if I had a young son playing hockey, I think Mike Smith said this. He's telling his kid to watch Zach Hyman play. Uh the way he uses his body position to, to win battles and win pucks and he's a, he's a good player. You know, he's he's like the you know what? He's today's Ryan Smith, right? He's better. He wins, Sorry. He's a better player, but better he, player. Wins, he scores goals the same way down low. Yep. And he controls the slot. He controls the boards. He mucks. He grinds. 
uh, a good team has a Zach Hyman, and that's what the orders have. Ryan was better at a younger age. Of course, Ryan was a first-round draft choice, had the 39-goal season, uh, a year in which 20 of those 39 goals were on the power play, and this is a year where Hyman's now in a double digits on the power play. But, I mean, Hyman, 27 goals last year. He's got 26 and 49 this year. You have to think he gets to at least the 35-goal mark. He's been a huge add, and, and Hyman can kill penalties as well. Though, Mark, it's interesting what the Oilers have done here. Because they've kind of switched to like dry settle, and he was getting scored on once in a while on the PK. That was part of the factor. Like if you look at uh, goals uh, per sixty minutes, you know goals against per sixty minutes played, Leon's wasn't maybe as, as you know as good as some of the other forwards out there. Hyman's been cut back a little bit. I I think I look at the addition of Dayharnay and Deef. I'll, I'll cut to the chase here. Let's start on defense. Do they need to trade for a D, or can they live with the 7-D they got right now? Well, it's a good question. You know, Bouchard's game is, is better. Broberg's game is better. And uh, Big 73, man, he's... He gets you know, him something, doesn't he? Yeah, and he hasn't shown... I just haven't seen him overwhelm. I haven't seen any, any moment where I go, oh, look, he can't handle that guy, or he can't handle that situation. He gets beat. Sure, everybody gets beat. Victor Hetman gets beat. But Darren A does not look like a guy that, that isn't going to finish the season here and play in the playoffs. So, you know, I guess this is what I'd say to you, Bob. Can you get better on the fence? You can get better. You can always get better. You know, you can always get better, and you can take all those left-side defensemen and bump them down one. I mean, let's say you bring in that left-shot D they're talking about, second pair, and you put Kulak on your third pair, and you knock Broberg right off your team until someone gets hurt, right? And where's Darren A going to play? If you're going to go 12-6, and six, he's not playing either. So that's a tough decision. It's becoming a tougher decision than it was a month ago. Uh, yes, you can get better, but I think you want to talk about whether we want to take, the, take those guys off the ice or not, Bob. I think Ken Holland, well, I don't think. I know the Oilers are going to add something. To me, they the ad they could use another winger, and, and they're going to have to get creative here when Kyler Yamamoto comes off of LTIR, and that's going to be on February 12th when Edmonton is in Montreal to play the Canadians on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, so you know they're going to have to divest themselves of a little bit of money at that point. Um, for me, I think it's inevitable they add at least one forward. What about you, Spec? Well, maybe, like... To me, you get two ads here. You know, I think they could probably get a, a primary edition where it's going to cost you the first round pick, or it's going to cost you the majority of your assets, and then you could probably pull in another guy, you know, either a depth forward or a depth defenseman that costs you a little less. So, I think a month ago we thought the the bulk of the assets are going to be spent on bringing in a defenseman. Maybe the way things are rolled out here, Bobby, maybe you could take the bulkier assets and work on that. You know, what if you could get Jonathan Taves, right? And then maybe... Did you talk to him when Chicago was in town? Do you yeah, think I had a he... nice chat with Jonathan Taves, yeah. Do you think he wants to go to a team to be a third-line center? Yeah, I think he's I think he's willing. to. I think he okay. realizes, Bob, he's a smart guy. He knows hockey. He knows no one's trading for him to bring him in as a first-line center, right? Yes. That's just not going to happen. So, you know what? I had a, uh, I had a long, not a long, I had about a four- or five-minute chat with him, and I didn't have a recorder on or a notebook out, so I'll consider it off the record. But I left that chat pretty sure that he, you know, if the situation's right, 
Jonathan Taves doesn't have an ego that says, I got to be the first or second line centerman. I have to be a star. I'll come in and I'll bring everything that I bring to a team the way Duncan Keith did. I think he's willing to do that, Bob. Is there anybody else in Chicago that you liked? Uh, <laughs> I saw your guy in a nice scrap with Kulak. <laughs> he, Sam Lafferty, sure. He, he tucked it like, you know what? I mean, Kulak kind of, I mean, he hit, he hit Kulak, and then Kulak wanted to fight him. And so he took the fight. Some guys, some guys wouldn't take the. He's like, all right, I'll fight you. So, you know, it was a good tilt. The guy, that's the guy for me, Spec, just because he's a really good penalty killer. He's fast. He's a bigger body. He does hit. And I don't think the Oilers need another top six forward. They can score. They're the second highest scoring team in the NHL, Mark. They don't. They don't. My, my prediction is Edmonton will be the highest scoring team by the end of the year. Okay, they, I believe they're going to be the highest scoring team in the NHL by the end of the season. I think I read in your piece a couple of days ago, they got the fourth easiest schedule in the league after the All-Star break. Um, and they're starting to score here. And their power play, now I don't know, can their power play stay at 32%? I mean, well, I, do you, you bet know, against that power play anymore? Five- What's it been over the last five years? It's a twenty-six or seven percent. The last three years, twenty-five percent or more. The, the, the previous three seasons, twenty-five percent or more. This year, they're at thirty-two. If Edmonton finishes twenty-five percent or higher, which would mean the Oilers would have to be below twenty percent the rest of the season. Yeah, if they'll be twenty-five percent. They're they're, they're going to be twenty-five percent or higher. It would be the first time in 30 years that a team would have had four consecutive years over 25% on the power play. Right. So that power play is real. I think we all know that. It's not a, It's not like a shooting percentage thing where we're expecting it to diminish. Right. Uh, maybe from 32 down to 28, sure. But it's not going below 25. It's a good power play. You can count on it. So, yeah, they don't need to score any more goals. The team scores enough goals. I see in a in a if you bring in that centerman we're talking about, I think the Oilers could use some help in circle. I agree. And if you have a centerman that you know that you like, a guy like Let's Use Taze's name, uh, O'Reilly's out there too. He'd be an unbelievable get. Um, He's having a tough it, season, man. Both I guys are having tough seasons. Player, pal. He's a hell of a player. Which, bring him to a new place for a playoff run. I'd take that gamble. Yeah, but anyhow, what I'm trying guys, to say is this: sure. you, you turn Nugent Hopkins into a winger, or you leave Nugent Hopkins as a center, and you have the very much the ability to play McDavid and Drysdale on the same line all night long if you want. So yeah. it really opens up Woodcroft's options up front. It was scary, and it was Chicago, but when they put McDavid, Drysdale, and Hyman together in the second period, it was lights out. Mark, yeah, we couldn't handle them. final one for you here. How much fun was that on Saturday night with Matt Berlin? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, always, I've said many times I wish that coaches would – take that option and i love the the uh, i really thought it was cool that the players uh they say you know started with mcdavid and that tv timeout looked up at the coach and said hey get this kid in let's give him a shot here you know and jack campbell said man i'm out like i'm happy to give my crease to the guy for two and a half minutes and all of that stuff's great we watch a lot of hockey bob we we tell a lot of stories and and you know we we love what we're seeing here on a lot of nights, but that's just something you don't see very often. And, and I think everybody made the right move, including the Blackhawks. I never heard a peep of oh they disrespected us or this wasn't the right move to make. Uh, everyone loved the story, Bob. Good for Matt Berlin. Uh, final one, your assessment on the Horvat trade. Uh, 
I mean, the market's the market. I'm gonna. You know, I often want to give a general manager the credit to say that if that's the best you can do. I guess that's the best you can. I'm not a. I mean, uh, how are we pronouncing it? Ratu. Uh, I don't know if he plays. You know, he was a first-round pick, but he hasn't done a thing. Uh, Beauvillier's kind of planed out. He looks like about a. What is he, Bob? Is he a 15 to 17 he's goal a, guy? He's probably a th- right now. He's well, he's a middle six forward all day, but he's yeah. trending more to being a third liner instead of a second. Yeah, he's trending more to be a third liner. And then there's the first round pick, and Vancouver's got to get involved in those. I, listen, I got to say this. I, I already said in the show they trade Horvat, and the minute they do, they're looking for a new Horvat. If they trade Demko in Vancouver, that is a watch- pop, Mark. That is oh, a possibility. Sorry. We watched in Edmonton how trying to rebuild with zero goaltending, how it worked for you, right? No one knows what's going to go in. No one knows how to play their position because they can't trust the goaltending. No one steals a game for you and makes everybody feel good. If they trade Demko, that thing's going to go on for 10 years. Mark, uh, five. what time are you on today with Jalen? Uh, 5.30, I believe. Or 5.07, in fact. 5.07 is the number. All right. Uh, good times. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. You bet. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec 1253 in Edmonton. Guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 1999 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. We'll come back with your text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 1254 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's where I tell you that we're heading back to California. You can check out the Oilers on the stretch drive for playoffs in April. You fly with New West Travel to Los Angeles. Watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. This New West Travel hockey package includes airfare, four nights at the Marriott LA Live. Lower bowl game tickets for both games and a welcome reception with yours truly with special guests. For the Cali road trip, Reach out to newwesttravel.com. As we head into the Oilers Now Injury Report, it is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Jim Brown, Trent Brown, the gang at James H. Brown. Trent Brown, two-time CFL All-Star. Won a great cup with the then-named Edmonton Eskimos. By the way, uh, Brendan, you work on the Edmonton Elks shows. What's going on? Any, any big signings of late? When yeah, is... they're uh, they're really fortifying the defense this offseason. They've already brought aboard uh, Lucius Purifoy, who fans of the league will know is a pretty demonizing defender. And then today they've got uh, pass rusher A.C. Leonard, who uh, I think he led the league a couple years ago in sacks with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So big addition there to Chris Jones' defense. they got to figure out how to score points, though, Bob. And win at home. 
As a yeah, rule of thumb, you do need to win at home. Uh, anyways, when accidents happen, go to jeanshbrown.com. They've got the most experience over 250 years. And I know Trent's uh, a, a, a huge uh, supporter of the Elks as well. Uh, for the Oilers, we know Evander Kane's back. We know Kyler Yamamoto is back skating, but on LTIR. Uh, still on LTIR, Ryan Murray, obviously, Clef Bomb and Mike Smith. And uh, we'll have to see the Oilers get creative here at some point. Um very shortly coming out of the all-star break off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell who i if i recall correctly i don't think she's the biggest fan of wrestling i i don't want to put words in her mouth maybe maybe there was a prominent former byu wrestler back in the day they weren't a good wrestling school though if i who was like the best ncaa wrestling school there was like some sort of, was Iowa. I think Iowa's the big, somebody can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Then they have a bunch of, what was the guy's name? Kurt Angle. Wasn't he actually a legitimate wrestler? Kurt Angle was. Brock Lesnar as well was a, a total heavyweight champion. He was at Minnesota, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. And, and did he not try out in the CFL? Brock Lesnar at one point? He was with the uh, Minnesota Vikings I, for a brief period of time. Mm, yeah, think. yeah. Did you see Super 70 Sports? Uh, they had a photo of Ken Griffey and, and with uh, Barry Bonds. No, I Ken Griffey Jr. And they said, uh, and 20 years later, one guy looked the same and the other guy looked like Brock Lesnar. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny stuff. Off to Eileen with a global news weather traffic update. Jack Cookson, Pro-Am Sports, coming up at 105.